Welcome to Stream of Consciousness. Good day to you. Welcome to Stream of Conscious Wes. It's a place where I'm learning to slow down, to allow myself to have the space that I need to allow the natural ebbs and flows, the natural observations, and uh, to continuously anchor myself in my own consciousness so that I can keep in my mind and and create in my mind the, the reasons for why I do what I do and yeah so that's big and if you're listening to this after the fact, welcome. Alec is here. And I love when Alec is here. So if you want to be hanging out with me and Alec, come hang out with us on Saturday mornings on TikTok Live. And we'll do that. Welcome, guys. And if you're here in the live stream this morning, remember that you can go over to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any other podcast app, and listen again, because there's value here. Um, there's an amalgamation of all the many different ways I've learned over the years to gift myself opportunities, and this is huge, invitations. So I've recognized in my life how powerful invitations can be for me. Initiation getting stuff going is one of the things that I've struggled with a lot of my life. You know, I've often entered into, you know, whether it's when I was a kid coming home from school and my situation was my mom was watching TV upstairs, my dad would get home, he would start watching TV downstairs. And I felt like the choice I had to make for a lot of the afternoons and evenings in my childhood was which TV am I going to go sit in front of with which parent? I think that that gave me this experience that I never had an option to go do my own thing unless it was homework, something else that was being required of me by an external force, which in a way, also is a type of invitation, one that I never wanted to answer or show up for. But a big realization was that I never felt like I was in a position to ask for something different. I didn't know, and if I did, I didn't feel like it was my place to arrive in that, that type of home and say, hey, actually, could we turn off one of these TVs? Could we actually talk? Could we actually engage with each other in a real way? And that's the type of invitation that I, through that observation and knowledge of a big way, a, a type of living that I carved out through just accepting the way things were, I now see that there's a, a more present and a more impactful way to spend our time. So if you're here now, welcome. If you're here later, welcome. This all transcends time, but I'd like us to go ahead and, and wherever you are, whether you're sitting down, li still lying in bed, whatever it might be, kind of loosen up your body a little bit. <clears throat> Let's take five big, deep breaths together. Okay, ready? Let's go.
Let's take one more and let's try to make this one the biggest breath you've taken all week. Ready? You can fill up more. There's a way that we have a lung capacity that we are almost never taking advantage of. What's up, Alec? Alec asks, is this being recorded for your podcast? It is. This is Stream of Conscious Wes in all its forms, in live stream, in present moments for me, and in sharing it so that others may be able to listen while they're driving, while they're doing dishes, while they're sitting alone, while we all do whatever it is we find ourselves doing or whatever it is we need to do. I find a lot of presence and I realized because of my ADHD, there is a palpable way that putting on a podcast or a YouTube video or sometimes even TikTok, when I'm engaged in making myself a meal, uh, cleaning up the kitchen, driving, doing my laundry, right? All of the tasks that we have that are simply a part of life, uh, they, I can be aided in some ways by having a, a multi-focus where the physical actions that my body is, is doing in my mind combined with a focus on a conversation right in the same way that i will enjoy a one-hour drive talking to to my friend in the passenger seat and perhaps it's a friend that i haven't seen in a long time or just a friend who i'm really comfortable chatting with versus an hour of a car drive in absolute silence be honest when was the last time you drove for an hour straight with nothing playing i'm not a huge radio guy but i even if if left with that as an own my only option i will always choose the radio over silence or or you know just hearing the road sounds around me and what else is available to us in silence our own thoughts so I almost want to, I don't, I don't want to keep it, drilling this in my head that not having something playing means that I'm in silence because though it might not be auditory, but imagine this, all the thoughts that you are able to have when there's not something playing because something playing music or podcasts fills up just enough of the space so that we don't have a say in what our brain is thinking about. And I want to have a say a little bit more often. And so while I am uncomfortable with silence, if I can conceptualize and change the perspective I have on what silence is, instead of allowing my thoughts to, to rattle around in my brain inside the silence, what if I verbalize them? We can verbalize that stuff when we're alone. That's something that I never realized a lot of the time before, uh, or something that I forget pretty often. And it's powerful to check in with yourself in a way that might be unique, right? Or, or might be a little bit rare. I'm gonna check in with the chat. Alex says, one of the things my healer has told me to work on is my voice and throat chakra. This is so spot on. Absolutely. I think that's really, really important. I think there's a, you know, go ahead and think about your life lately. And I think a lot of us, you know, will go throughout our days not being super connected to our throat chakra, to the expression of the actual stuff we're going through. That's been so common for me. I 
just want to not be bored. I think our collective resistance or, or some might say fear of boredom or our fear of what boredom might allow in. Boredom might allow in thoughts of things that I needed to do that I didn't. Boredom might allow in um, acknowledging and experiencing the feeling of being overwhelmed that if I play something on my speakers, I'm not going to have the space to feel the overwhelm. And I think throughout my life, without really realizing it, a lot of my behavior was about finding an activity or finding something to do or something to put on that takes me away from the potential feeling that it, that I wouldn't label in the good category. And so for me, a lot of that has been about procrastination. That list of stuff that is, that is a loving action that we know is likely going to make us feel better about our day or about how our environment is about, uh, any level of, of keeping up with the things that need our attention in our lives. Um, and so for me, huge one, like in college, it was about playing Madden, playing Xbox, playing NBA, uh, getting together with friends, loving my time with friends, but even so, how much of my relationships and the time I actually spend with my friends throughout my life has been in something like a present, open, connected conversation and not a joint activity, watching a movie, watching TV, playing video games. Um, that's why something like going on a walk, I think is the perfect combination of our, our brain and our, our bodies are all right. I'm walking step, step. So amidst this low level of, you know, stimulus, there's no screen generally available. I think some, some of us might say, yep, I'll bring my little speaker. I'll play some music. I've learned so much from watching my mother these days. My mother got divorced in 2020. She found herself incredibly isolated from her community for maybe close to a decade as the marriage between her and my dad disintegrated. And so to see her now able to curate the types of relationships in her life that feed her soul a huge way that I witness her connecting with her friends is meeting up to go on a walk, to go walk on a trail, to walk five miles. I think it's also aided by, she, she also got a dog uh, in 2021, I believe. Um, and that's also been a, an excuse to get out and to, to initiate inviting friends on a walk because she feels like, well, I'm one, I want to do this for my little dog anyway. Why don't I invite my friends? And the type of relationship that you have, especially I think as we get older and older, relationships can feel a little bit more difficult to maintain. I think we might all see this. I'm 30. I don't have any of my friends from, you know, the first 23 years of my life, not, they are not in my physical life anymore. And so I think I'm, I'm veering into a little bit of a different thing where, where it's like the friendships that you still have, where you don't live in the same place, what does the maintenance of that friendship look like? How often am I touching base? Is it often enough? so that when we do connect, like on a phone call, 
Are we just giving each other the updates of the past few months? Right? I want to stay updated on my friends' lives, but I don't want to just be updated on my friends' lives a lot of the time. I want to be able to get deeper, you know? And that's something that I didn't care about when my, you know, up through college friendships were alive and well, and, and that was my reality. We were engaged in that real, real, and I guess I want to go back to my mom where it's not a given that we are always connected to who we are today, right? It requires care, right? It requires a little bit of taking time to ask ourselves questions. It can feel like all I have the time to do is to both do the things that are absolutely required of me, right? And then do the stuff that gives me a, a wash over with pleasure with enjoyment. So if I'm showing up for just the stuff that if I don't do it, other people in my life will be negatively affected. I often don't even, if I'm gonna be affected by not doing something, that often isn't even a big enough of a, of a reason for me to engage. So, I don't want to project that onto you all, but I want to just offer up the, the perspective about how a big part of the value I find in speaking about this right now is that my phone is, is being used in a way where the only thing that's here is me. And, and you guys in the chat, shout out. Because, back, I wanna go back to initiation. The easiest thing in my life to initiate is to open up TikTok and have an unending, always gonna pique my interest, always giving me something that I'm like, oh, I wanna watch this. And I'm gonna choose that more often than another experience, which would be, okay, I have some time right now. What is available to me that I could do that's gonna really make me feel good? All of a sudden, I'm, I'm efforting, right? I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to figure out something and I don't have to figure shit out on the social media apps. All I gotta do is chup chup boom. All I gotta do is chup chup boom. And a similar type of pleasure will automatically be handed to me. And I love when enjoyable pleasures are handed to me and all I have to do is grab it, and there it is. I wanna just also note that as I'm speaking right now, as I look around the rest of my yard, I just see a plethora of bees, honeybees, bumblebees. Um, there's also a few wasps, which I wanna go ahead and say, I'm there with you wasps because y'all are so demonized because, you know, wasps' nests are so intimidating to us. But I learned recently on a TikTok that once fall comes around, the queen wasp goes into hibernation 
and she is the only wasp that survives the winter. I think probably with maybe eggs inside her or somewhere nearby. And all of the other wasps, you know, 99% of the other wasps, they leave the nest, all the, the, the wasp nests become abandoned, and the other wasps just roam around all alone, hungry, looking for sugar, looking for pollen, until they eventually just die of starvation before winter. That's some sad ass shit. Bees could never, my dude. Bees could never. I don't really know the exact process of the way bees prepare for winter, um, but I just wanna shout that out because having that, that, that uh, presence of earthly life around me throughout this morning is very pleasant and Right next to me on the porch is a little line of ants. Another collectivism species where they're, they're putting forth their, their effort for the good of all ants in their colony and not as individuals. It reminds me of how the way I relate to the world is that I, I find jobs and I go out to make money all in service of my needs. My needs. My needs matter. And that's this, this cultural individualism that says, you gotta look out for your needs. And then the experience of your needs, when you have a relationship, when people have kids, there's a couple of other people who are brought in to that level of individualism and that's as far as it ever goes we look out for ourselves and then we look out for our nuclear families and then we prepare for retirement and then we put all of our wealth into a invisible account that we never see exists but for numbers on a screen and we just say to ourselves that is how that is what's going to look out for me when i'm older me past me looks out for future me no one else does and that's incredibly isolating it's incredibly isolating and again like i said earlier one of the driving forces in a big way for, okay, what needs to be done? I'm going to do this stuff where if I don't do it, someone else is going to be negatively affected. And oftentimes I don't use that same dividing line of, should I do it if people are negatively affected or can it, can I put it off to another day? I don't have that same line for me. And I don't know why that is. <sighs> That's something that I'm, that I'm wanting to uh, inquire my, in my own brain about, about reinvigorating my experience and, and seeding my life with care and forethought and love for the future experience of me, of the things that I can do for me because I've, I've decided that the me that I look out for generally is the me that wants pleasure right now. That's a big part of why I was addicted to weed for over 10 years. That was one of the easiest paths. That was the thing that felt like it was right in my hip pocket, just like TikTok. Right? I kind of, you know, and I was using weed long before TikTok existed, right? Um, and so there is a level of, of saying, wow, I've spent time with my priorities being 
very short-sighted. Oh, I have money for weed? Uh, let me buy it. You know? Oh, I don't need to empty out the dishwasher? Oh, I'm gonna do it. And so, I don't want to make this all about housekeeping stuff because it's much bigger than that, you know? Life-keeping stuff is a more complex myriad of things that often will never require a daily action. Things that if I don't do, if I don't spend time thinking or planning something today, there's not going to be a consequence tomorrow. I've, I've been so consequence-oriented that I, in my procrastinatory development as a kid, I was like, my effort is about avoiding consequence and not about achieving accomplishment and, and, and a positive self-image. I instead seeded and nurtured a self-image of apathy, a self-image of, I don't care if my room's clean, doesn't bother me. Uh, my taxes, uh, I'll do them later. And, oh, thinking about my life's work, you know, <laughs> creating experiences like this where people will have an invitation simply by my own presence and that that could create a collective experience that is enjoyable and positive and impactful beyond what I'm able to even gauge or, or understand. Whoo, baby. There's no consequence to me not being here right now. What's up, creator consciousness? Yay, yay. There's no consequence. And that's the thing. I'm like, wow. I don't want consequence, fear of consequence to drive my behavior as much as it, I think it currently does and as much as it has in the past. So... That's a really cool realization for me right now. And I'm very happy to take the time to not feel rushed. Um, I never want to acknowledge, okay, this is beautiful. I'm feeling connected to myself. I think hello out there to you both in my live stream and listening to the podcast later on. If you're enjoying this, love it. If you're finding value in it, love it. But I don't want to then, you know, on a future day, when I make a different choice, perhaps I'll choose to play video games instead. I don't want to say, oh, why are you doing this? Remember how awesome it was on that Saturday? Come on. Think of all the people out there who need you. That is just, that just isn't the path for me. And it has been. And it's something that has kept me feeling small because I would take that voice so seriously and I would just agree. And I'd say, you're right. I fucking suck. I don't know why I do this. And I would get high. And then it would be another two weeks before I even thought about coming out here in the, the light of the early sun under the shade of my amazing ivy plant. Um, and it's powerful to recognize how amazing this exists, but then I'm like, you know, like it's that feeling of like, having something really dope and then you're in the middle of doing it and, and the voice in your head says, you should always be doing this. 
make you better do this tomorrow too. You know how good you feel right now? You better do this tomorrow too. Otherwise you're bad. You're bad. You're probably even bad now because you didn't do it yesterday. And so I can see how in the past, a way of, of battling that voice would be to just never have the goodness of a moment like this in the first place. So then I wouldn't have anything to compare it to. So then I wouldn't feel self-shamed when I don't do this, if I never did it in the first place. And that's a life motto, an undercurrent that I had lived in it for a long time. I'm going to read some chats. Seeking Light says, I like to trust that we are doing exactly what we're supposed to be doing in this moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers to you guys. Take a sip of my coffee, stir it up a bit. What's up, Lightwave? All right. So, yeah. Anna says, I've similarly been learning. I'm not going to be punished as long as I don't punish myself. Yeah. And that's the realization here, is that a part of me thinks that by telling me tomorrow morning that I'll be a bad boy if I don't go live and, and create another podcast and create a container on the internet for, for people like us to, to come tap into and find some goodness. I forget how I started that sentence. If I, that if I... If there isn't a consequence, I won't be motivated to do it. I just realized that that's what I learned is supposed to drive my behavior. As a kid, as a teen, as, a, as in my early 20s, I'm like, well, if there's no fear of something really bad going to happen, then where's my motivation to do it? You know? And that's, and that's, and that's another thing, right? Where I'm like, if I don't have the fear that if I don't go to work all week, that I, if I'm not afraid that I'm not going to make money for rent and that I'll be, you know, I'll be evicted, then I wouldn't be working at all. So it's like, I, I, I've almost come to, in some ways, glorify being afraid as the thing to, what, get me out of bed in the morning? That's, and that's the thing. Today, I'm not working at all. To, later this afternoon, I'm about to go to the river on a beautiful sunny day. I didn't get up today because I'm like, all right, I got to get up and do my morning routine and then get out the door, go to work. Without that... I've had a sense of relaxation. I've had a, a loose grip on the things that are available to me. The lovingly taking care of my teeth. Every morning I, I get up, I take out my mouth guard, I wash it out in the sink, I go into the kitchen, I open up my coconut oil, I take a spoon, I put a spoonful of coconut oil in my mouth. I swish it around. I go um, take my morning poop. I usually watch TikTok while I'm swishing my mouth around, oil pulling. I come outside. I spit my coconut oil into the deep into the bushes. I go back in. I brush. I brush my teeth. Come into the kitchen. I make my coffee. I came outside. I saw. Lane had all her clothes laid out to dry. They're drying in the sun now, beautiful. And I was like, oh, I don't have the table that I was thinking I would use. So instead I went and grabbed this, this cushioned 
footrest. I'm sitting on a, a, a mat. I'm like, okay, what do I want to do? Do I want to make a TikTok? Do I want to go live? Do I want to make a podcast? Do I want to just simply sit? And I think all of that type of, of, of the way the decisions are made, all of that would be different if I knew that I, that I had a deadline and I had a timeline to getting out there, to making money so that I don't fucking die, you know, so that I don't fucking you know we take a couple deep breaths again let's do three and on the last one let's try to take the biggest deepest breath we've taken all week okay ready okay big one It's sometimes so hard. I get full and then I'm like, okay, let me go a little bit more. And it feels a little bit painful, but like in a good way. Ugh. So wherever you are, whenever you are, try to just feel in your body where it feels to feel. Pinpoint sensation. I have the wood underneath my, my heels. I have this mat underneath my tailbone. I feel my spine. I want to elongate. I want to bend it. I want to elongate. I want to go backwards. I see the crystal blue, crystal clear sky above me. I hear the, the soft mornings, goings on of the people in the apartment next to me. I hear the rustling in the bushes. I came outside this morning and, a, and I scared a squirrel off the porch. So if Alec, are you still here? Maybe not. But anyway, Anna seeking light. I want to come up with maybe like a, a little bit of like a final, if, if what we've been chatting about here, how can we distill this down into like maybe some mantras or a couple of bullet points? Um, one of the things is chup, chup, boom. Um, chup, chup, boom. It is the little phrase that I say for how easy it is to get that hit of dopamine, to get that feeling of enjoyment and pleasure from just opening up our phones and finding the app that we automatically go to that starts playing content that allows us this chup, chup, boom, immediately. We don't have to try I don't have to go searching out for, okay, hmm, what is something that I would like to watch that, 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 that really often doesn't exist anymore? For us to sit and have the space to think, all right, what do I want to watch today? I think generally we just open up any of the apps and just start watching whatever is there. And so, yes, we do... We have made choices in some ways in the past by what we've chosen to watch. The algorithm learns our interests and tries to suggest us things that are going to keep us, keep us watching for as long as possible. Um, but that's, that's, not, that's not really about what we want in this moment you know and it feels a little bit lifeless in some ways to just you know be tuning in 
in, in that type of mindless way, even if what we end up tuning into is something like this, is something like, like something that we really love, something that where we, we learn something or we, we discover something, whatever it might be, that is very valuable. Watching something that really resonates with you is valuable. And that's, I think, why I, I implore us to, to open up the channels where we have wore down a groove, where we've created a path in the grass by walking the same, the same steps every morning and recognizing how much impact we have on our future by what we choose to do right now. You know? Oh man, there's a big bumblebee just bumbling over here. He's got really big pollen pants. The, the, the bumblebees love our little poppies. I don't know if you can see the poppies. I don't think I can zoom in. But he's in there. You can't really see. Um, so yeah, just acknowledging the chup-chup-boom. Chup-chup-boom. It's so easy. It's very pleasurable. And I think we can, simply by noticing, and this is a huge one, by not judging. Don't judge your chup-chup-boom moments, please. Because it, it just makes sense. It just makes sense. It's designed for our brains to love it, to crave it, to want it as much as we can get it. And we deserve to have a little bit more say in, in how we acquire the pleasure in our lives. You know, I just, I, as I said that, I just thought of like, oh man, I haven't made myself like a, like a nice, a nice homemade breakfast. Like if I could, you know, chop up some potatoes really small and an onion and just, just fry them up and make like a breakfast hash. And I could, oh, I have a bunch of spices and, and I could, you know, I can make some, some, some butter and jelly toast and I could, uh, make myself a, a little bit of a more flavor packed coffee and, and, and there's a type of pleasure. And I think I, I, I don't give myself that op even, even think of that as an option sometimes, because like I said, I'm often trying to rush out the door, get to work, but I'm also, I perceive it that I'm like, Oh, well then I'm going to have to wash the pan and then I have all these dishes to do. And usually I, I, I let the pan just sit on the oven for days and then it gets gross. And then when I have a pan that's not clean, then I don't want to cook even more because then there's days where if I want to cook something, I first have to clean the pan and then I don't want to do that because then I know that if I clean the pan, then make what I want to make, then I'm also going to have to clean the pan after. And it's going to be this cycle. And there's a level of like, well, yeah, because I view cleaning the pan as something undesirable to do something worse than not having to clean it instead of viewing it as this perfect no not negative at all part of the process of giving myself that type of pleasure it's not extra work it's a part of that and guess when I don't have a trouble cleaning the pan? When I'm staying over at a friend's house and I make food for us all. And there it comes again where I'm like, man, I would, I, 
I don't have as much trouble cleaning the pan for others as I do for myself. And that's an opportunity for love. For acknowledging how it is, for not hating on myself for how I've been. Just recognize the possibilities of the moment. And that's beautiful. And guess what? Yes, Anna, cleaning the pan is good time spent with yourself. And I often forget that. You gotta clean the pan for yourself. It's time with yourself and it's for yourself. And spending time with and for myself is valuable time spent. And that's what brought me here. This feels like an act of service for myself, both for the presence of it all, for the offering up of these thoughts for you, and guess what? For the us, for the me, for the you, for the them, who will have the opportunity to also tap into these messages at any time in the future. I encourage anyone watching and listening, go check me out on, follow me on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. That's another place where we can tap into beautiful moments like this without needing to, to, to pause and stop amidst our TikTok scrolling and find this and that. I can just show up on your, on your podcast feed and you can dive in perhaps more intentionally than you might be able to here. But guess what? I'll be here too. Because we are where we are. And it's good where we are. And even if it's bad where we are, it's good to notice that it's bad or it's good to notice where you want to change. It's good to notice where I once saw work, I can now see an act of service and quality time with myself. And that's beautiful. And so, dear friends, with that, I think I'm going to go spend some more quality time with myself. I think my partner Lane is likely awake. I saw her pop in on this live stream a few minutes ago. And perhaps, oh, perhaps I have a pan to clean and I have some amazing food to make for myself. And I'll check you guys later. Mwah. Much love. Thank you, Alec. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, Seeking Light. Thank you, Shelby, even though you just popped in. I'll see you next time. Uh, and sometime today or tomorrow, if you came in late or if you'd like to rejudge your mind with some of these messages that may have resonated with you, you can go find this episode of Stream of Conscious West on a podcast app near you. Please uh, rate and uh, leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you could. Check you guys tomorrow, next week, whenever I do. Don't forget to follow me. Follow me on Instagram, whatever. Final. Let's take a three final breaths. We got to. Ready? I'm Conscious Wes. Be your conscious best. And send yourself some love today. Peace. Yo, a different vibe to come. A different vibe. We slow it down, get along. Different vibe to come. Mmm. Ooh. I gotta, 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 gotta keep flowing. Keep
flowing. Gotta, gotta, gotta keep flowing. Gotta, gotta, gotta go. Gotta, gotta, gotta keep it going. Going, don't you know? The flow, it flows from me effortlessly. I just gotta notice, I just gotta flow with this thing that is. It is my mind, my words, and my energies. Ooh, slow down, whoops, goddamn, get me going, help me out. I'm figuring things, I'm looking for the next opportunity. It's a puzzle piece, where does this fit? And can I jump hot over obstacles? Are they obstacles or is this just something fun to do? Obstacles, obstacles? Flowing, 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 flowing in my heart, it flows. Flowing, 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 flow with me. Flowing, 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 flowing with me. Yeah. It's all I need, it's all that is. Spell it out with me. T A. R T. <laughs> that shit is tart, like a sweet tart though. Cancel the sweet, just the tart, bro. And that's okay, cause sweetness has its day. But tartness, ooh, let that shit stay. It's a different experience. We want them both, the sour and the kids. The patchness, the sweet and sour, they don't call them sweet and sour patch kids. We know the sweet is coming. Just gotta talk about the sour, bro, because sweetness is expected here, right? Because we got sugar, right? We got mad sugar, cause I'm flowing, 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 flowing. Oh, I'm flowing, 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 so sweet. I'm flowing, 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 yay. Can you taste the sweet? I'm looking for the T-A-R-T. Woo! God damn, dude. Brian with the gifts, my guy. Thank you, man. Wow, 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 wow.